Oh, snap. Oh, look, look, look. I'm about to, I'm about to mess up my brand new set. Look, let me get situated. Let's get situated. All right. Let's get situated. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm at my brand new set. Hold on. Let me order my food again. This is, uh, before we get started, before I order my food, um, this is Agree to Disagree. I got a new little set. The Agree to Disagree Boxing Podcast has been a while. It has been such a long time since I made a quality video. As you can see, some things are changed around. Uh, right now, I think a lot of times it's going to be just me and the camera, just me and the camera, just speaking boxing, speaking fighting right now. I got the UFC event on tonight. Can't wait for the Israel out of Sunday. I can't even pronounce his name. The Israel, I'll call him Israel versus Romero fight. I can't wait. That fight's going to be huge tonight. But yeah, I just want to say, listen, if this is your first time watching, please like, comment, and subscribe. And for my existing fans that have been waiting and asking and stuff like that, thank you for staying with me. Um, I really hope that you enjoyed this content, this video. I'm going to continue to try to do a video like this podcast, just myself, every week. And then if I have special guests, like last week, I apologize for the um, for the quality of the video. I was just trying to get something out there. As you see, I have a new mic, and this mic really isn't even, you know, the prestige uh, uh, podcast mic. But, you know, hey, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Um, my goal is to just make content. I was trying to get, I was really getting lost in kind of the quality of the video. And actually an inspiration of mine was uh, the Donnell Rollins show. Shout out to Donnell Rollins um, because I watched him on the Joe Rogan, I mean on the Joe Rogan podcast, shout out to Joe Rogan. Um, and he, Joe Rogan just says, start, just start. And I remember his first podcast and I was just like, wow, he started with just a regular microphone just on a stand with a with a with a uh, with a co-host so I just want to say that if uh if you go through it also the Aries Spears Aries Spears podcast he didn't even have video he's doing only audio so and even that kind of broke up and then he's back and stuff like that shout out to Aries Spears again it, it's really just all about creating um you know that's really it at the end of the day I've been doing some interviews and some other things working on a lot of things, uh, my, my job, I'm at the hospital, I run security for a hospital, and we're really dealing with the virus, so that takes up a lot of my time, but like my man George, I killing, killing every day versus everyone, shout out to him, you can find him on Instagram, at killing every day versus everyone, he's right, like every day, you gotta put in the work, whether or not it's videoing or editing or or content creation or exercise or or dieting or whatever you choose you got to put in the work speaking of diet i'm about to send my order i would like the hold on guys this is this is you know this is this is some real stuff I'm sorry, I'm ordering my food <laughs> uh, right now, but I'm watching the fight. I got it live. I'll probably end up ending this podcast a lot 
probably before unless the fight comes on while I'm still um, shooting the podcast. But uh, yeah, man, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back. Hopefully I got my order in time. Let's see. I'm, I'm getting Chick-fil-A. Shout out to Chick-fil-A. You're not a sponsor or nothing like that, but I like the Chick-fil-A. I want the Chick-fil-A sandwich. So I'm getting, I get the deluxe sandwich, no pickle. Deluxe sandwich, no pickle with cheese. I get a large with a, um, with a sweet tea. Let me get, I'm going to add the brownie. Sometimes I get this milkshake, but I don't feel like drinking milk tonight. I don't know these guys who are fighting right now. Again, this is the UFC. This is a boxing podcast, right? So, but I love combat sports and I support, I support combat sports. So I'm going to bring you, if it's an important UFC fight, I'm going to bring it to you. I'm definitely, we're definitely going to watch it. Um, if I'm not filming before it, then I'm definitely going to be talking about it because it's, it's boxing at the end of the I mean, it's not boxing. I'm sorry. It's fighting. At the end of the day, I love fighting. Like, I love combat sports, what these men do day in and day out, training, dedication and stuff like that. And these women, what they do day in and day out, I have nothing but respect for them. Nothing but respect. Win, lose or draw, I have nothing but respect. So go ahead and we're going to go ahead and start the podcast with the uh, first part. I think the first thing, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Also, merch is coming soon. Merch is coming soon. I'm not missing any of my partners. So if you wonder where my where my partner is, Omar, he was sick for a while. It's just it's just really just a schedule thing, especially with the virus and everything going around. Hopefully your family's safe. It's really just a scheduled thing. At the end of the day, it's just hard to get our schedules on the same thing. He's still a part of the podcast. He's still a dear friend of mine. We're still super close. We text every day. We talk about boxing all day, every day. So that's not it. You also see also on here, George, uh, from the last podcast, you probably didn't watch it. I understand. I don't blame you. But that was live during the Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury fight. And uh, he came through and I had him on there for a little bit as well. He's really more of like a UFC guy. He's, he's kind of both, but he, he, he might lean a little bit more towards UFC. I don't want to speak for him. But, um, yeah, that's my man. So. My goal is to kind of have Omar with me for boxing and then have George with me for UFC. And then maybe if it's like like a UFC boxing match, we can have all three of us. Or George can also talk boxing and Omar can also talk UFC. So it's kind of perfect. I mean, again, we're here to just really support combat sports. Again, my expertise, not even expertise, but my love is boxing. So even... I guess we'll just get into the last fight. The last big fight was the Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder fight. And number two. And I really thought going into that fight that the that Tyson Fury was going to get his head knocked off with the extra weight gain from Deontay Wilder. Hold on, this is my order. Oh, okay. Dang. Yeah, yeah my girl, she's... Uh, She's going through it right now. She's going through it. She doesn't feel good at all. She's going through it right now. But um, yeah, guys. So I really, I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking a bunch of trash through the fight. Talking all types of trash through the fight. Oh, Tyson Fury's gonna get his head knocked off. Wilder gained all that extra weight. He hit so hard. Now he gained extra weight. Fury's gonna be slow. And 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 again, I thought Fury was gonna be slow. 
because when I, I thought Fury was going to be slow because when he gained all that extra weight, that reminded me of Andrew Ruiz. I'm like, okay, he's going to be slow. Andrew Ruiz, Andrew Ruiz gained all that weight. He was super slow, wasn't able to chase um, Anthony Joshua around the ring. So I'm thinking the same thing is kind of going to apply to Tyson Fury. And nobody thought that he was going to come in there and really take it to Wilder and stuff like that. I know some people did. I know his, his team did and stuff like that. They definitely thought that. They believed him whenever he went over to the Kronk gym and uh, went over to Emmanuel Stewart's nephew, who's a prodigy trainer, because if you're learning under Emmanuel Stewart for as long as he did, you got some tools in your belt. Um, my biggest thing after seeing that fight is you just got to give Tyson Fury his respect. At the end of the day, this man is a bad man. He beat the most feared heavyweight in the world, period. Like it wasn't even a question. He whooped him from round one to seven. Now, Deontay Wilder may have had some things, some issues going on. He mentioned that because he never mentioned the weight, the, the weight of the uniform or the weight of the costume, he never mentioned that right after the fight. Wow, he kicked the dog shit out of him. So <laughs> you could hear it. You might be able to hear it. I don't want to play the audio. I don't know if that's okay for YouTube. I don't want to play the audio. Um, but uh, yeah, he... Wait, I, I lost my strength. Hold on. Oh, let's see. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Okay. Um... Damn, this fight is good. I don't even know who these boys are. Oh, O'Malley? I don't even know. But anyway, yeah, so Deontay Wilder never mentioned at the end of the uh at the end of the fight about the costume. He mentioned, we hear him mention about um about something going on outside and not outside, but you know what I mean? Like something going on outside of training camp or what or outside the ring. Wow. $31 for Chick-fil-A. For two meals and a kid's meal. That's crazy. We could have got chicken wings. Wow, this guy is getting beat. Wow, that fight's over. <laughs> Damn, we might be recording during the main event. Some dude with tattoos. I don't know his name. Some dude with tat, like a big red bird or something like that in his chest with cornrows. Knocked this other dude. Just stopped him. Just just beat him like it was nothing. So, back out there. Wow, Okay. Filming. So when it comes to, I'm not going to say excuse. Guys at that caliber, they don't make excuses. It, it would be an excuse if he didn't want to run it back. He's always run it back. People who run it back don't make excuses. Think about it. If I don't want to, if, if I don't want to fight you again, if I say something after a fight, after losing a fight, right? I say something after losing a fight and then we don't fight again, that's an excuse. But if I say something after a fight, after getting my ass whipped in a fight and I say something after it, and then I can, I can sign a contract within 30 days to fight you again and I signed that contract to fight you again, that's not an excuse. Now, now, it's what it is, is how bad was it? How bad were the issues 
outside of the ring. That's that's that was my question. How bad are the issues and the training camp and stuff that we don't see? How bad was it for you to say you at the, right after the fight you're being talked to, you got the mic in your face, and and you're telling them that you had some things going on outside. The other the other time, the last fight, it was your right hand. And then this fight is something else. So that's my question. I don't disrespect fighters. This podcast does not disrespect fighters. So I'm not going to say that this man who got into the ring with a man who outweighed him by 50 pounds for the second time has an excuse, but then wants to fight him again. It don't work like that. Fighters, now, if he didn't want to fight him again, and was like, nah, I'm going to go fight Anthony Joshua. Nah, I'm going to fight Andy Ruiz. Nah, this didn't count. Because a lot of guys get tore up and don't fight again. Don't run it back. A lot of guys get whooped and do not run it back. We've seen it plenty of plenty of times. We've seen Conor McGregor get whooped. Had every excuse in the world. He has not. He, he ain't even fought. He fought one guy since then. Since, he, since his last ass whooping, he fought one guy. So unless you, if you run it right back, get rid of that excuse talk. That, stop clowning these guys. The, the, the internet is crazy because 99% of you dudes never been in your face with a glove and, and never will. So we're not, we don't do that over here. Some podcasts can do that. Some guys can do that. Other fighters can. If you get in that octagon or you get in that ring and you want to knock another fighter and say that he's excuses and stuff like that, I res- then that right there I respect because that's not that's not my world. That's like that's like a commentator saying something like that and never been in the ring or never never at least even trained. Like Dan Raphael, if he's saying somebody had an excuse, come on, Dan, you can't do that. You can't be it. You can't do that. So again, I guess we just got to see what happens next. He is running it back today. Big news. Uh, as of today, so, uh, Saturday, I think it's three, seven. Let's see. Yeah. Three, seven, March 7th. Uh, looks like Deontay Wilder agreed to have George Foreman as his trainer. I mean, I wish I had Omar or somebody like that here or George or somebody to kind of go back and forth with. I don't know if. George Foreman can teach him the techniques that he needs. That's what Ali, I don't know who that is, what Ali did to Foreman is what Fury did to Wilder. So how can the loser teach the loser? And he's not a loser as in human. He's not, he's not a loser as in human. I mean, what I'm saying, when I use the word loser in that context, I'm saying that this man was the most feared man knockout artist of his day, just like Deontay Wilder, destroyed Ken Norton, destroyed Joe Frazier. All these guys destroyed him. Ken Norton might not have been at that time. I know he definitely, it might have, I thought it was Ken Norton. Anyway, I could be confused about that part. But I know he, we all seen how he did George Foreman. We all seen that, right? So we all seen him destroy George Foreman. Easy. It wasn't even a fight. We seen Deontay Wilder destroy people. 
not even fights. Little close fight with uh, little close fight with uh, with Ortiz the first time. He kind of got wobbled, but then he ended up coming back and knocking him out. Right. So two guys who are the most feared fight a flamboyant and Tyson Fury and, and, and Muhammad Ali, two flamboyant movers, boxers, really super slick boxers fighting both. You got George Foreman fighting arguably the greatest heavyweight of all time. And because he's a heavyweight, if he's the greatest heavyweight of all time, then you kind of got to consider him the greatest fighter of all time. That's an argument that we can have later. Again, agree to disagree. It's not my greatest fighter of all time, but if he's a heavyweight and he's the greatest heavyweight of all time, then logic says he's the greatest fighter of all time. There's that, and then there's pound for pound greatest fighter of all time. But if we're just talking a uh, general statement, then it's, I mean, who else is going to beat him if they're at a lower weight? So again, I digress. If you have Muhammad Ali, box out, slick, shoot the jab, shoot the jab, come off, come off, come off, shoot, shoot the jab, shoot the check hook, shoot the right hand, and still move, and still move, boom, 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 shoot, doing the shoe shine, stuff like that, which in which influenced a Sugar Ray Leonard. Then you have, and obviously influenced a 6'9", 273 pound Muhammad Ali. I'm not comparing Tyson Fury to Muhammad Ali. That's not what I'm saying. But if you look at the skills of Tyson Fury, if you look at the skills of Tyson Fury, how he moves in the ring, who else has moved in the ring at a heavyweight that big since Muhammad Ali? He's fearless. Muhammad Ali was knocked down plenty of times in his day. So was Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury was Caught, knocked down, got knocked down by a cruiserweight in Cunningham. So, it's the, the knockdown doesn't mean anything. His fluidity in how he shoots his shots, and I don't want. I'm not even going to address the glove issue. I'm not even going to address that. Real people who have put on gloves and not. I'm talking about real gloves, the ones that you tie up, not the ones that you strap. Those don't count. You are not training with those. I mean, you may hit a bag with those, but you are not sparring with those you are sparring with the tie-up gloves and then they're going to tape your gloves and then you're going to go in the ring and you're going to spar so that's the difference for anybody who didn't know so if you uh yeah i put on gloves before and i and i hit the bag at my planet fitness that shit doesn't count yeah well i went to the gym and i and i boxed it yeah but unless you're sparring with real sparring gloves and putting on a cup it doesn't count so again i digress but the boxing glove thing for tyson fury no he won that fight fan square stop trying to dig for shit anyway what I'm saying is George Foreman might not be the right guy for Deontay Wilder because Deontay Wilder needs fundamentals. That's it. Deontay Wilder, Deontay Wilder needs to learn like all other fighters. You know, how not this shoe shining, hitting the pads, blocking, shoulder roll stuff, all this other stuff. That's not what he needs to learn. You see these trainers out here doing all these 50 different pad works and catching. Dudes can't shoot a proper jab. You shoot the jab, you turn. He's He was slapping in the first round. If you go back and watch the Deontay uh, Wilder Fury fight too. 
when he's coming, when Tyson Fury is coming in, he's trying to slap. I'm like, what the hell? His jab is all, oh, he's leaning over, as they say in boxing. I'm not being profanity, as they say in boxing. You can't lean your head over your dick. You, you can't do that. You can't lean your head like that. You got to you gotta fight tall. Watch another thing, a big thing. You got to, if you don't know boxing, you don't know this. So you, 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 you just don't understand. In boxing, I, I can see a fighter and so can other boxers. First thing they'll say is he closes his eyes. He you can tell a fighter's experience by the way that they close their eyes. You shouldn't close, watch, go back and just look at the eyeballs of Tyson Fury. He's always like this. Certain fighters like that who don't close their eyes when they throw, Shane Mosley was a big one, made it all the way champion and stuff like that, but he closed his eyes when he threw his shots. The elite of the elite of the elite fighters are wide. These are things, go back, pause this video, go back and look, go look at the Tyson Fury fight. That's number one. Number two, Deontay, these are, I'm just giving you the basic fundamentals. The basic fundamentals that I don't think George Foreman ever had. George Foreman swung his punches like this. It's not just from what we saw for Ali being silly. That's literally how he threw his punches. And then he'd have a long jab. How on planet Earth... Is he the is he the right trainer to teach Deontay Wilder? He didn't know he didn't do the fundamentals himself. So how was he going to teach the fundamentals? He got to where he got to off of his power. If to me, if anybody should teach Deontay Wilder, and I'm sorry for yelling into the mic. Hopefully, it's not this new mic isn't blurting out everywhere. Isn't to me, if anybody should teach Deontay Wilder, it should be Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield lost, got Emmanuel Stewart, and beat Riddick Bowe. They're right there in Alabama. He beat George Foreman. It ain't going to be Lennox Lewis, because that would be my first pick. It ain't going to be Lennox Lewis. So why even mention Lennox Lewis? I ain't gonna be a Virgil Hill, nobody like that. If anybody should train Deontay Wilder, it should be Vander Holyfield. Fundamentals, period, with the heart of a lion. Evander Holyfield was not the greatest skilled heavyweight of all time, yet he beat 90% of your favorite heavyweights. All the favorite, all the favorite heavyweights give Evander Holyfield the credit. A cruiserweight, a cruiserweight, dominated and became undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. A cruiserweight. His boxing skills, he can teach when you first get into a boxing ring, I mean, to a boxing school, if your coach is not teaching you stance number one, that's it. First, off the block, you should stance. Then the first thing you should do here. Well, always hold the phone, but you'll get used to it. But hold the phone. But first thing you shoot, one. That's it. One. One. And then you move forward with the jab. Move forward with the jab. You'll, you'll learn that as well. Then whenever you're shooting your two, you, he's, his two is he's chicken winging whenever he's shooting his shot. You, you, it should be from here, here. That's it. Here, here. 
That's it. Not here, here, or or out here like they do in the UFC, throwing the hooks from way out here and all this other stuff. Everything should be close in, elbows in, just like they teach you, elbows in, hands up. Just like you'll see Tyson. You see elbows in, hands up when he was dodging the ball. Elbows in, hands up. Elbows in, hands up. Everything. He His style was a lot different. That's that's different. We're teaching. But again, he still knew the fundamentals, hence his greatness. If If... Deontay Wilder doesn't learn the fundamentals. You see another fundamental. Look at the fight. Tyson Fury fought tall. He fought like his height. Deontay Wilder does not know how to fight tall. That's why every single time Tyson Fury was able to get his head under his arm, in which you're going you're, you're gonna to do with any uh, trained professional trickster knows every serious serious boxer that's been in it for a long time you've been in the amateur career and stuff like that you know as soon as you get somebody as soon as you get somebody's head right here you're cutting off the air supply every time he got Deontay Wilder he'd squeeze on his neck a little bit that's the oldest trick in the book as soon as you get somebody you, you squeeze on their neck a little bit you keep the ref over here you squeeze on their neck a little bit you keep the ref over here and you lean on them you're seeing Lennox Lewis do it against Mike Tyson Takes the air right out of the guy. Takes the air right out of the guy. Or the girl. Takes it right out. You know who has really good fundamentals? Clarissa Shields. Clarissa Shields worked on her fundamentals of boxing. She may not crack as hard as like a Layla Ali, who started so much later, who has just natural gifts, obviously, from her father. But her fundamentals... Andre Ward, fundamentals. The, you know who else has really good, great, amazing fundamentals and uh, who I think is probably going to be one of the greatest trainers of all time one day? It's Paulo Malinaji. Not only does this kid have intellect, his fundamentals in boxing were amazing. It's just his genetic makeup just didn't help me. Brittle hands. His genetic makeup wasn't a strong guy. He's just one of, one of those guys like an Edwin Valero. Or like an Amir mom who just can crack. Just just guys just born out the womb, just super strong. Or even like a Manny Pacquiao. Just guys just born. Like, how is this kid that strong? How is he that small and that strong? Apollo Melanagi didn't have the Apollo Melanagi had fundamentals. His fundamentals, his footwork, his shots. Boom, boom, boom. Everything straight. Everything straight. Straight. And it, a Wilder shoots a shot way up here. This is how Wilder shoots a jab. Way up here. Like he's like he's doing a bow and arrow. He don't bring none of his shots back. Even, even if you watch if you watch Tyson Fury in that fight, if you watch Tyson Fury in that fight, every time he shoot, he's here, he's here with, with his with his hand low, he's here, tapping him with the jab, tapping him with the jab, then then he'll keep his hand, then he'll keep his hands. Watch Wild, I mean, watch Wilder in the fight. Hands way down here. Hands way down here. Who who else fights like that with hands way down here? You can't get to your target if your hands are way down there. You're not getting to your target. That's the reason why Tyson Fury's jab is crazy. Because he may bring it here, but he's gonna he's gonna inch it up and he faints. That's another thing. Wilder don't even know how to faint. He don't know the fundamentals. He don't know the fundamentals. It's you gotta be Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan had the greatest fundamentals in basketball of all time. That's what Deontay Wilder needs. I wish he really had to took Floyd, because Floyd would have took his ass and said, hey, stand right here. Put one foot on this line, put another foot on this line. Y'all know who I'm, if you thought, you know what I'm talking about. There's a line in the middle. You got the one foot right here. You got your other foot right here with your toe pointing in a little bit. You are one, one, 
One, two, one, 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 two, one. Bring that, bring that hand back. Don't, don't be shooting up here. Uh, Ali got away with that. You know who else got away with that? Roy Jones Jr. got away with that. But that type of shit only lasts for a certain amount of time until your talent runs out and your speed slows down. If you don't teach defense, which Deontay Wilder wasn't taught at all, let alone fundamentals, you know who else has great fundamentals in the heavyweight division? Anthony Joshua and Andrew Ruiz. Best fundamentals, Andrew Ruiz, hands down. Hands down. Traditional. The way he catches, the way he parries his shots, the way he shoots his shots, that, again, genetics aren't on his side. That's why the heavyweight division is so beautiful. Genetics plays a role, and then experience plays a role, and then style plays a role, and then size plays a role. That's the reason why uh, short, fat Andy Ruiz, because of his skills, right? Because of his skills and his fundamentals, he's able to compete with all these guys over 6'5", over 6'6". Six, six. I'm sorry, not one of them is under 6'7". Except for the Polish kid in New York. Outside of that, Andrew Ruiz, because of his skills and fundamentals, is able to keep up with these bigger heavyweights. If Deontay Wilder had the same skills and fundamentals that Andrew Ruiz had, he'd be unstoppable. With that type of power, he would be unstoppable. Right now, I think Andrew Ruiz can outbox uh, Deontay Wilder. I don't see Deontay Wilder being able to beat uh, Andrew Ruiz right now with the same skills. He is the most talented heavyweight probably of all time. He is the most talented heavyweight probably of all time. Natural born talent, natural born punching power. Nobody can take that away from him. Sorry guys, we're back. I actually get that my video cuts off and uh and I can't see the time from here. So we're gonna do part two of the podcast. Hold on, guys. Let me let me get my uh my sh let me get my video up. It's uh I don't want to miss the fight. Let's get it up over here. Let's get the laptop. Ooh, let's get the laptop, guys. A little intermission. Let's get my fingers here. Hey, y'all here bringing my food. Bring my food. Huh? Y'all let my food get cold? Damn, they let my food get cold, yo. Why they let my food get cold? Why they let my food get cold? Why they do that? That's not cool. Yeah, what is this? Oh. It's about to start. I guess I lost my train of thought, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if Andrew, if Deontay Wilder had the fundamentals and skills of Andrew Ruiz, he'd be, in the, be untouched. Come on in. Yeah, my food is here. Yay. Come on in. Oh, hold on. Let me come get it. All right, guys, hold on. Sorry, buddy. Thank you very much.
This ain't a plug, but it's fixing to be a plug. Oh, snap. Is the main event about to start? This ain't a plug, but it's about to be a plug. Let's go. Get my Chick-fil-A. It's not a plug. I wish I was with them. That'd be cool if they was a sponsor. I think the main event is about to start. I'm going to just keep filming. What y'all think? You want me to keep filming? All right. Oh, okay. They're about to do the, the Chinese girl. I'm about to eat on camera and everything. Got the Chinese girl. Oh, yeah, that's right. In the comments down below, this is part two of the uh, episode seven of the podcast. In the comments down below, tell me what your favorite Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Man, they give me no barbecue sauce. Oh, man. I'm about to make a call. Let's see. You make a call. I need some barbecue sauce. Put this down here. Yo, that girl is bad. That Chinese girl is... She looks so lethal. The other girl is nice, too. Though. I don't know who's going to win. I don't really... I've never seen these two fight. Hello. Hey, babe. Hey, you got any uh, barbecue sauce or anything? No. Dang. Are you serious? Or ketchup or yeah, it's on the podcast. You can call during the podcast the um the Gilly the Kid and what you call it and uh You're yelling at me to bring your food on the podcast? Yeah, no, I said where are y'all at with my food? Can you bring me my food? <laughs> so is there any ketchup or something like that? Maybe I'll just come get some. Can you have D bring me up some ketchup? Mm, you can come get it. Alright, I'll come get it. Alright, peace. I ain't gonna get that ketchup. Anyway, um, Let's go ahead and see what time it is. Let's see what's up with this. I think I got some sauce in there. But anyway, okay, so it looks like that girl, the girls are about to fight, but I... Mmm. Yeah, down below, tell me what your favorite Chick-fil-A food is. Yeah, you like the chicken, uh, chicken tenders? My favorite, my two favorites is... I usually get the four-count chicken tenders or I get the, the meal. Like the deluxe chicken sandwich, no pickles, with cheese, lettuce, and tomato. Mmm. This is stuff called mukbang when you chew into the mic. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that though. That shit is slamming. Shout out to Chick fil A. I was fucking with that. Popeye sandwich for a minute. Chick-fil-A might have brought me back home, man. Chick-fil-A might have brought me back home. Anyway, so in conclusion of my rant of the Wilder Fury fight, don't count Wilder out. Don't count him out. I could be totally wrong. And I'd be happy to be wrong. I would be the happiest man in the world to see him and George Foreman get together, train, and stomp Tyson Fury. That'd be crazy. I'd be so excited. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe George Foreman can teach him what he wasn't taught or what he never did in the ring. Maybe he can teach him that. He damn sure can teach him power. 
Maybe you can teach him better how to throw or something like that. I don't know. We won't know until we see it. So I think it's good for TV. Um, I just don't know if that's necessarily the best decision, but all luck to him. I wish him nothing but the best. I hope that him and George Foreman get together and they come up with a great game plan because right now Tyson Fury is on fire. Tyson Fury feels unstoppable. Unstoppable. And unfortunately, what sucks is when you talk trash about somebody changing trainers and then you change a trainer. <laughs> that sucks. That really sucks. So we're going to see what happens there. Outside of that, not too much really going on in boxing right now. Oh. Not too much really going on in boxing right now. We're going to see. We're going to see if the Leil Ali fight happens. Leil Ali versus Chris Shields. I think it'll happen. And... Depending on the weight, I don't know who wins. Unless Layla Ali has completely lost everything that she's ever had. Or unless Clarissa Shield is just that good. That's a pick'em fight. I really don't know. Because Layla Ali is that fearless. She is that fearless. And so is Clarissa Shields. I think the only thing that'll happen is if something bad happens is age. I think being out of the ring and not active for so long is to me the only thing that could affect Layla Ali. That's something I don't know. Leave your comments down below. Let me know what you think. We'll see. This girl kicks so hard. Well, that leads me into who's Floyd going to fight? You've probably seen his interview with Drink Champs. Shout out to Drink Champs. Saying that he's going to fight Conor McGregor or he tried to fight. He wants to do a thing where he fights Conor McGregor and Khabib in the same night. Khabib in the morning and Conor McGregor at night. And I guess the rumor is now he's asking for $600 million for both of them. We know. Not Joe Rogan. Dana White. We know Dana White. There he is right there. We know Dana White is gaining a lot of money for his boxing promotion company, whatever he's going to do. We know he's gaining a lot of money. He probably has a lot of investors. There'll be ESPN, Fox, Showtime, The Zone, and I guess Zuva Boxing. 
if he can get Floyd Mayweather or have a boxing program where boxers fight UFC fighters, that'd be pretty good. We'd get some crazy matchups. I mean, DAZN has YouTube fighters fighting each other. I guess Dana White can do whatever the hell he wants. At least they're real fighters, Floyd and Connor and Khabib. Speaking of Khabib, we got Khabib Ferguson coming up. I don't know. I don't see Khabib losing anytime soon, but anything could happen. We just saw Wilder get starched. Oh, my video's skipping, but... Again, I'm about to watch his main event, his main show, tear up the rest of his food. Um, I'm glad you guys are with me, kind of touch on these different subjects. Please, if you got any other subjects or content that you want me to touch on, hey, you got your winter jacket on? You got your winter jacket on? Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate the ketchup and the barbecue sauce. Thank you, babe. Appreciate that. Thank you so much. Can I have a kiss? No? Okay. <laughs> you got your jacket on, baby? You cold? You got your winter jacket on. <laughs> Thank you. I know you love me. Uh -huh. Yeah, guys. So I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to wrap it up. We're going to move on to the next subject or next day. Again, just thank you guys for being with me. Thank you for watching, for all the few little watchers and followers that I do have. Appreciate that. Again, I'm going to, this is my new spot. Uh, if I'm not with somebody, even, even if I am with somebody, maybe I'll put them next to me. Or maybe I'll turn this table and we'll be facing each other. But this is going to be my new spot. Uh, the, the audio, I was having a lot of audio issues. And I think I solved it, as you see, the microphone and the, in the uh, in the court and everything, I think I solved it. We'll see. We'll see how this video comes out. But again, guys, this is this show is brought to you by Straight Outta Content. Agree to disagree show is brought to you by Straight Outta Content. I'm still working on that. With the content creation. Again, shout out to Killing Everyday vs. Everyone. That's family. George. Tia, Nikki. Cali, Lil George, shout out to all y'all. Um, yeah, just keep staying tuned. Send me some boxing questions. Send me some topics that you guys really want me to touch on. Uh, if you want me to teach you some knowledge or, or just kind of go over some knowledge, again, we can always agree to disagree on everything. That's the purpose of the show. The purpose of the show is to agree, literally find things to agree to disagree on, right? Because we all have a different forms of opinion. Right. So some people feel Wilder got I mean, Wilder lost the first fight. Some people feel Wilder won the first fight. Some people feel Tyson won the first fight. Some people feel Tyson lost the first fight. Again, I am always here to agree to disagree. It's great to have opinions and dialogue and context and and content It's perfect. That's what we need in boxing. That's what we need in UFC. That's what we need in combat sports, period. Um, as we grow these sports to hopefully one day be be bigger than football, be bigger than all the other sports out there. 
You know, that that's the goal is to have combat sports, the biggest sports in the world. Um, they do make a lot of money, though. Floyd Mayweather on that top 100, I mean, on that top paid athlete list. So I don't know how boxing ain't the number one sport, but you got one guy making more money than everybody else. I don't know. Maybe it is the right sport to be in. I don't know. Again, with that said, I'm going to smash on this Chick-fil-A, lay in my bed right here, watch this main event, and on the next podcast, I will touch on it. Again, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't thank you enough for if you are watching this and you've seen me from my first podcast when I was by myself to now, I'm just, just, I think of you guys whenever I need to create more content. I say, hey, just get it out there. Whether or not it's five people that watch, whether or not it's 50 people that watch. I don't care. I'm just going to continue to make content. I mean, this is my spot. I finally got a nice spot in my house with decent audio. And I'm just going to keep making content and just keep learning. And I'm going to end with this. I was always getting discouraged by the audio of the video. And I heard some. I watch DJ Vlad all the time. He's a very big uh, inspiration to me because... I, his interview skills are very unique and I really study him the way that he, I just don't listen to his interviews. I study. And right now, these days he has really good audio, really good quality. But I remember if you watch a lot of old DJ Vlad, like 2011, 2013, whenever he started, it was, it almost just sounded like just a phone on the table and these guys talking and him having a camera there. So it, it didn't even have anything to do with audio. He didn't care. You hear echo and stuff like that all in the wherever people were recording. The quality of the video was wasn't even that great. And I said, wow, 10 years later, he put in 10 years consistently. Now he works from home, lives in Calabasas, has all the money that he can ever ask for. So that's that's where I'm going with this. Not necessarily for the money, but I'm going for the success I'm going for the opportunities. I'm going, that's what I'm going for. Uh, you know what I mean? I see the the shout out to the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. I remember when they first started. Remember when they first started him and Gilly and Wallow and where they're at now with Barstool and stuff like that. That's where, that's where I want to take this boxing podcast. I don't think that a lot of people are uh, sports are necessarily like you got a lot of fighters talking, which who else better to talk about combat sports than actual fighters? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about all the other guys who feed fake news. And I'm not being silly whenever I say that. I'm being dead serious. These guys are literally putting taglines in their YouTube video posts of stuff that isn't true. You know who you are. I'm not going to say any names, but you know who you are. That's that's not right. Just put what's already out there between boxing scene and ESPN and fight hype and 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 uh, anywhere else, ESU news like the, the real news is out there. So why would you put fake news? And I'm not being funny when I say that. Why would you put lies on your YouTube video tagline title just to give views? And then whenever you talk. You watch the video and he's not even talking about what the title says. And you're just talking about your opinion. Don't ruin boxing or boxing information with that garbage. Because then you then people really will watch that and just go on and spread the garbage. 
So I'm not here to do that. I'm never knock a fighter. I'm not here to do that. I'm not in there. So who the hell am I to knock it? And if you're not in there, you shouldn't be knocking it either, period. That's just how I feel. Anyway, guys, appreciate you guys. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Hit that thumbs up button and like. Hit those likes so my videos can get out and stuff like that so they can gain some traction so that every time I make a new one, it keeps gaining traction. Again, this content, this Agree to Disagree podcast, boxing podcast is brought to you by Straight Outta Content. Appreciate all you guys. Thank you. Please be safe with this virus and stuff like that going around. Please be safe. Wash your hands. Do everything that you need to do to keep your family safe. Until next time.